Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Best of Fives. Today we're going to be talking about the five best Disney attractions that are no longer there. And by we, I mean me, I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my wife, Amy. Hello! And the reason that we are doing this, actually, is twofold. The first is it was a suggestion of the fearless leader of Neo's as Matt, because he knew what Disney, what's a good word for it, dorks? That's probably a good idea. Okay. Although there are much bigger dorks than we are. Just no offense to anybody who is a bigger Disney dork, but... It's cool to be a Disney dork. Yeah, it is. Well, we're them, but... We're not really them. Not as much as a, as other people, but... We enjoy the parks immensely, but why? we aren't... Uh, our house is not decorated in all Disney, and we don't dress up the Disney... Um, oh, there's a word for it. I forget. Like, like cosplay? All, well, kind of. Like, there's a word, like, you, you dress up in the way the characters would sort of look because you can't go in costume as an adult, you know. Delusion? <laughs> Is that the word? No. Okay. Well, why do you think we are authorities, if, if you can use that term loosely, on the subject? I think just the number of times we've been there, both separately and together. Okay. Separately as children with our parents and families and together since our honeymoon and many times since then. We were kind of talking before we started, and I said, and, and, and you said this isn't true for you, I've been to Disney World in four different decades from the 70s on. That would be five different decades. Five? The 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the aughts, and now we're beyond that. Oh, my goodness. What a dork. <laughs> so, I, my first trip was in 81. Okay, so, so you're four, and I'm five decades um i'm thinking but i wasn't a spoiled only child like you were. well my family lived in florida and when we would go see my family we would go to the park and this was when you would go and there was only the magic kingdom when it first opened and you'd go for the day and you were done and that was it you could do it in a day it was a long day right but it wasn't that's all that was there the first time i was there okay so we have a history with Disney World. I'm sure that people who are Disney aficionados could add to this list, including Disneyland. We can't do that. Nope, we haven't been there. So uh, I, I think I, I, I feel like I've been there probably about 30 times. Oh, I haven't been there that many times. I mean, it's, but I didn't go every summer either. Yeah. So, all right. So because of Matt's suggestion, Disney, like many theme parks, changes, especially something as old as Disney World. And things come and go, and some things you're happy to see go. And in this case, the thing we're going to be talking about is things that we're sad to see not there anymore. Okay? So we have our list. We don't know what is on each other's lists, and I'm kind of anxious to see what you have. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know you're number one, but... Oh, really? Maybe I'm very wrong. I don't think you know. Oh, uh-oh. So, well, why don't you go first? Ladies first. What is your... What is, in your opinion, the fifth... Best Disney attraction that is no longer there. So most people will probably hate the fact that this is what I'm saying. But the thing that I miss the most, number five, is the Skyway between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know is really dorky, but I really, it was like, it was there the first time I was there. I don't even remember if it was there in later years. Probably was. So didn't I go on that with you? I've been on that with you. Okay. So... Um, 
But I just like those little ski lift rides that take you around. Oh, yeah, I definitely remember being on with you now. Yeah, and, I believe uh, our son was even on that the first time he oh, went. You don't really? think so? We'll have to look that up. I don't up know, when, yeah. When it left his first time, he was four um, years old. That would have been about 2006. Yeah. So, um, but I just, I liked that you could see above the ride, you know. It wasn't like I was using it as a way to get from one side of the park to the other. Cause it's not that big a park. But I just liked that you could see that. Yeah. That's an so interesting I know it's one. dorky, but that is dorky. It but is. It, in another way, it's cool because you're it doesn't even have to be an attraction for you. It's you're just enjoying being in the park. And in that case, you're being you're enjoying being over the park yeah. and seeing what you can see. And I, I no, I respect that one. And you know what else was good about that? There was never really much of a line. Well, I think the first time I was there, there was a line. But oh, really? That's yeah. Well, up until now, what's over in that area is this. Uh, there's this really, tangled. Yeah, there's a there's a the tangled, tangled tower. Tower, but there's not really cell an phone attraction. chargers. You can, I think that's where you can charge your cell phones. See, they took that out on the on the. Um, well, it's not really where you get on, but w- in the fantasy land side, and really put nothing in its place but a tower. For a Disney movie that it, I think now has kind of already been forgotten, this Tangled, do you think, holding the test of time, especially since stuff like Frozen comes along and blows something like Tangled out yeah. of the water? All that's there is the big tall tower. Yeah. For a while, even even after they got rid of the ride, they still had the um, entrance way. Right. There was like it was like an old fashioned wooden entrance yeah. way. It looked like a ski lift. Yeah. That's gone, I think now too. Yeah. yeah I don't think that's there. I I think that was definitely there when Jack was first little, but. Right. There the first time when he was little, but I don't remember. All right. Well, the that, actual ride. But that's maybe a, I'm wrong. That's an interesting pick. I like that pick. <laughs> I don't have that on my list. I'm telling you mm-hmm. that right now. I didn't think you would. Nobody uh, would, but me probably. My number five, you are not going to have on your list as well. But uh, I remember going the summer that the uh, what was then called the MGM Disney Studios right. opened and. Mm-hmm. Going to an exhibit that is no longer there. In fact, it, it made a couple of different transitions, and now it's just a staging area for where they have the kids dress up for the Jedi Training Academy. <laughs> it's not even an attraction anymore. But when it first opened, it was called the Monster Sound Show with Chevy Chase. That's where that was? Yeah. That is on my list. As not on my list list. That's on my honorable mentions list. Really? Yes, it is. I'm surprised it is because... I didn't think that was your kind of thing. I thought it was neat. It was really cool because I love things that have audience participation, and that certainly did. They would pull people out of the audience. They'd show you a very short film. How long do you think that thing was? A couple minutes. Seven, eight minutes. Yeah, if that. Of Chevy Chase being a traveling salesman, coming to what is an awfully haunted house-looking kind (laughs) of house, and being oblivious, as Chevy Chase was in his bumbling way, the master of that, and Martin Short being the resident of this home monstrous kind of guy and Chevy Chase in his bumbling way hurting Martin Short throughout the thing and they showed you they showed it to you with their sound effects they then had audience members recreate the sound effects doing what movie people do at least did in the old days for sound effects and then showed you the film again with their sound effects and it was funny every time yes it was it was like seeing a different show every time because the people would mess up and it was funny. You would laugh at their mess up. Sometimes they nail it and it was right. like, wow, that guy really. It was usually the sound effect would occur 
before or after it was supposed to. Like you'd see the door slam and then a second later you'd hear the slam. Yeah. And it was always funny. Like the door would slam to no sound effect and then he'd walk five steps and and everyone would laugh. There was one guy I remember his job was just to provide the voice of Martin Short who just kind of growled through it. And it was always this, the guy just did an awful job. But every time Martin Short was up there, there was some guy going, uh, uh, and it was always funny. I don't know why. I mean, I love both those guys. I love the whole concept of it. After that, it became Sound Scary with Drew Carey. Oh, yeah. And it was the same kind of same idea. Thing, yeah. And now it's nothing. That's not where I thought it was. I thought it was where that American Idol thing was. But No, that was okay. a different exhibit. Maybe, maybe the, I guess, assuming that's not on your list. That was a similar attraction. They would run clips of classic things like I Love Lucy. And they would pull people out of the audience, oh, yeah. and they would have to recreate it the best they could. They'd oh, do the yeah, that. Lucy and Ethel with the chocolates. Said, hmm? I said the American Idol thing. That's where that was. Oh, that's where that was. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about American Idol. So that's no, that, that American Idol now. stage originally yes. was something okay. similar. But I do remember that now. I had forgotten about that. So it's obviously not on my list. The the Jedi Training Academy is such a big part of that park now that instead of just picking kids out of the crowd and throwing a robe on them, you have to get there early and reserve your time. And, and you go to this soundstage where this attraction was and they prep the kids on what's going to happen. It's like a big deal now. Right. So I'm really sad to see that go. Um, it went much like the way of Chevy Chase's career. It's just oh. gone. <laughs> so that's my number five. All right. I say it's just bloated. Oh, oh, why do you say that? You saw vacation with me. That's not nice. You're talking about a personal hero of mine. Hero? Yes. Okay. I apologize. Thank you. What's your number four? My number four is, I'm assuming, on your list. Mm-hmm. It's the Backlot Tour. Not on my list. In, really? No. In in MGM slash Just Hollywood Studios. Because, well, it has a lot of personal memories for us because we both starred in part of that. Starred. I use that term loosely in part of it and then you were in it also as you know on your own in the part where they do the the uh ship going down or you know the not going down it's like a naval battle yeah battle that's what we're looking for we were both in it the one time and then you were in it on your own another time that's part of the attraction i think of that part it's like you know they say like where you can be part of the movies movies, yeah and and now you can't be in the movies at all because that entire thing is gone. Yeah. And there were parts of that that changed throughout the years too. Like that ship battle was always kind of there. But then as you would go through, some of the things changed a little bit. Like we were talking about that not that long ago. There was like that little movie with Bette Midler. Mm-hmm. So that was part of that where there was like the lot was it the lottery or something. Yeah, it was, it was called like the lottery. Ticket. And her, she had a lottery wow. ticket that blew out the window. And they shot that movie on the back lot and on the side streets of right. that Dis- of that Disney park, and then they showed you how they did it. That right. disappeared a long time ago. Yeah, it depended on what was going on. When the movie Dick Tracy came out, that was a big part of that tour because they filmed a lot of Dick Tracy there at the park. Those streets that you walk around right. in are in Dick Tracy. Yeah, and there was a lot of Dick Tracy stuff on. Then that went away. That stuff went away. So you're right that has changed a lot. Yeah. And now it's. Completely gone. Now it's probably so waiting it's to be waiting to be either Star Wars Land and or Cars Land and or Toy Story Land or whatever they're doing. Yeah, all those rumors abound. Well, the only one that's confirmed is Star Wars Land. Right. Well, I've seen a lot about uh, Toy Story stuff or like Pixar. Pixar Land, you told yeah. me. That. 
So we were talking about this too, and I know Matt has commented on, the, on this living in Orlando. That park has really become not much of a park because no. now that that back lot's toured or that back lot tour is closed and a lot of things are, they have taken things away without adding things. Yes. And you can go to that park and really not have a whole lot to do. No, that was us this past summer. Yeah, so that there wasn't a lot there. That's a misstep on their part. They're getting their ass kicked by Universal Studios right now with Harry Potter. So I think they're going to try to catch up, circling but, the wagons for Star Wars Land. And but you need to get moving. Well, like, I, Hollywood Studios has taken it on the chin. Yeah, for for that you know sacrificing for that mm-hmm. because there's not that much to do there anymore, there and it's a shame. And that used to be one of my favorites. That whole park. Yeah, and that's a good one. I don't have the backlot tour on my oh, for list. For sure, that would be on your list. All right, so far we're, we're uh, yeah. no repeats. My number four, there's no way you're going to have this. <laughs> and a million people could make a list like this. They'll never have this. Is number four. My number four is the Hunchback of Notre Dame stage show. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm not laughing at you. You're laughing. But yeah, I'm just because of the way you said nobody would have this. There's probably It was probably there only one summer. Yeah. The well, summer that that movie came out. The summer that the yeah. So I love that movie. You did very much so. You and have your picture with Clopin, and the Hunchback, and the Hunchback. But you didn't want your picture with the Hunchback. You just wanted Clopin. Yeah. See, most people don't even know who that is. <laughs> that's how. That's how by the wayside that movie has gone. Um, but yeah, it was big enough that summer that they had shows and characters and whatnot. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they they tried. But it it was a failure. That that stage has it often would be a tr- a changing stage too. Because at one point, when Tarzan was out, that became mm. the show Tarzan Rocks. Right. So they they often do different things there. But I loved that movie, and I loved that stage show. I thought it was. I mean, not not Broadway caliber. But Disney does a good job of having those shows there, and the Beauty and the Beast one has yeah. been there, and I assume will always be there. Sure. Never say that at Disney. Well, that's true. But that Hunchback stage show, I thought, captured the movie really well, so much so that the guy that was the Hunchback had a rope hanging from the middle of the stage and would swing on that thing back oh, yeah. and forth constantly. He would even swing out towards the audience. And I, I, I love the, the pageantry of it. And, and, I, and the music in that movie is very complex. It's mm-hmm. not like your, your no. typical Disney movie. It's not like a catchy song that kids are going to be singing in the car. I mean, the one song in that movie is basically about how the, the Cardinal wants to get it on with uh, Esmeralda. <laughs> I mean, that is a dark movie. Yeah. Probably why it doesn't have quite all the following that you would want it to, because it doesn't, kids can't relate right. at all. I totally understand it, and I get it, but I loved that show, and I remember seeing that and just being blown away by what a good job they did with it and by how well they captured the movie. So that's kind of an obscure one, but that's my number four. I had completely forgotten about that show. You and everyone else. <laughs> Forgot about that movie. If you're listening to this and you were like, eh, I kind of like that. Why? It's on Netflix. Just watch it. Don't yell at people. Watch it. Stop listening to this. Watch it. It's your turn. Okay. Uh, so my number three. Yes. If my number three is not on your list. I don't know you at all. Okay. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It's not on my list. What? It's an honorable mention. 
How can that not be on your list? You practically cried when that ride was shutting down. Yeah, it's a sentimental favorite. Like we wrote we, it we when we were kids. And and you make us go find the Mr. Toad statue at the Haunted Mansion and the little cemetery thing. That's right. He's in the cemetery. If you're leaving the Haunted Mansion, look up as you're leaving. Look up to the left. There's a, there's a pet cemetery. Yes. And he's up on. Yes. It's a little statue of Mr. Toad. He's in the cemetery. He's dead. They killed him. But he's still there in Disneyland, isn't he? Isn't the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride still open in Disneyland? I think so. Yeah. We did. Not really dead. I was sad when that closed, but I was, and it's certainly an honorable mention on my list. It probably would have been my number six, but I was thinking about it. Like, we never, we never saw that movie. Like, I never saw that movie. Why do we like it? Because I have it on there because it's just a memory of, you know, childhood. And I like those kinds of rides where you go through the story. You know, I think Mr. Toad was replaced with the Winnie the Pooh one. Yeah. Which is like that similar kind of thing. Yeah. But. Yeah. I I, I can't believe that's not on your list. Well, I certainly considered it. But when I'm thinking about this stuff, it would have just been a sentimental favorite because it's not really much of a ride. Well, that's why it's on my list. It's a sentimental favorite. All right. I can't. I can't Sentiment. say I can't say your list is wrong Sheesh. or anything like that. I'm I I'm just shocked it's not on there. All right, it's my number five point five. Does that make you feel better? No. Okay. Well, it's not on my <laughs> list. All right. All right. Fine. My number three is also at MGM Studios slash Hollywood Studios. Yes. And it's sort of still there, but I'm not counting it as really being there. It is the magic of Disney animation mm-hmm. and the tour you would go on. Right. When it was a working animation studio, I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you mean. Now you go in there. There's a very short movie with uh, Eddie Murphy. Is that even still there? Well, it was the second last time we went. Yeah. That might be gone. Oh, that's still there. That building now serves as a character meet and greet. Right. And it's for animated characters. I mean, the other Disney characters. But it's funny because like, you go in there and you meet the Incredibles. The Incredibles weren't animated like that. <laughs> like it's like so. Mickey Mouse is in there, though. Is he? Yeah. He's in that, that. Um, like the sorcerer's costume. Okay. Isn't he? It was a nice thing. I mean, when we went with our son, you know, like it's a nice place to go and make sure you're going to, especially for a little boy, see the Incredibles. Right. But I missed that tour when they would have you watch the movie and then you walked those halls and saw those guys mm-hmm. at their storyboards. It was, it was magical. And I love art and it's really kind of what I wanted to do. So to be able to see that, always meant a lot to me and then at the end of the tour i remember they this is like before the internet they always had up posters of like what was what they were working on next right you couldn't really tell what they were working on you knew they were doing something but they would put up posters and i remember seeing like like the posters for like pocahontas right and stuff like that like that's what's coming out next like like that's how you found stuff out there was no internet you had to go on a tour and look at a picture at the end of a tour to find out what the next movie was going to be i remember seeing them they would show you how to draw Mm -hmm. a certain character they drew a goat they drew jolly Jolly, the goat from hunchback yeah and that was just that and and it also holds a special place for me because uh one summer it was actually the summer we were going to graduate high school I applied for and was offered an internship to spend the summer at Disney World interning at that building, probably getting coffee, whatever, you know, like right. whatever. But I, I, 
I got it. And I remember my parents and I went to a meeting at the animation studio. We went in some back room and sat down and talked to this guy. And it was like a whole big deal. And I turned it down. Why did you turn it down? Because I'm an idiot. Oh. I remember leaving and going, yeah, but it's all the way in Florida. And we live in Pennsylvania. And I don't think I'm going to do it. It was stupid. How stupid is that? It's not stupid. Well, but I mean, that, 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 so I guess it holds a special place in my heart. Because of that, too. Like, I felt like for a second I could have been a part of that. I did like that. I didn't have that on my list, but mainly because I hadn't thought of it. But I did like that. All right. Attraction. So far, no repeats. It's up to you. You're up to uh, your number two. I doubt you'll have um, my number two on your list. Okay. But maybe I've been wrong before, so apparently I won't be surprised if I'm wrong again. It's the Snow White ride that is much like the Mr. Toad's ride. But I really miss Snow White because I think that the fact that it's a classic Disney movie, there was a ride there like that. They finally replaced a Snow White attraction with that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Mm-hmm. That's good. No. That is, that People is a shame. People always said it was too scary. Oh, come on. For little kids. Well. So is the movie. So if the movie scared you, don't go on the ride. There you go. I That, that I respect too because... The, when the original rides close, and that to me had to have yes. been one of the original rides. When they close, it's like losing a piece of the park yeah. history. And I don't care how great you think that roller coaster is; it's just another roller coaster that has dwarfs standing around <laughs> it when you drive by. It didn't have the imagination that those fun house type rides yeah. do. Um, like really, what's left? Peter Pan. Peter Pan, and and then they well now they have the the Winnie the Pooh ride, which is like that, and the Little Mermaid ride. But Which is they're not a similar original. thing, no. But um, and I don't Peter. If Peter Pan ever closes, I'd be shocked because that line is always stinking long. You can't even get on that stinking ride. Yeah. But so Snow White Scary Snow White. Adventures is yeah. your number two. It is. That's a good I one. Really liked that one. That's a good I'm one. Sad when it closed. All right. You have a guess. I mean, you have a guess at mine. Well, I don't want you to guess. I don't. I don't even have any guesses anymore because I. I'm disappointed in myself that I don't know you that well. Oh come on. <laughs> My number two was there and went away and came back and now is gone again. Mm. And to me, I get a lot of shit for this <laughs> from everybody. They think it's funny that I get so Oh, I know exactly this. what it is. But the second best thing that was at Disney that is no longer there, hopefully it comes back again, mm. is Captain EO. Blech. What do you mean, blech? Eh. Captain EO is so great. It's it to me when that came out. I preferred the Honey I Shrunk the Audience movie. Oh, you son <laughs> of a bitch! Now there's a what was that movie that came out this summer? Inside Out. Uh, yeah. There was some Inside Out thing there. I mean, I think that originally it went away because of Michael Jackson's scandals. Ah, much like the Enchanted Tiki Room under new management went away because of scandal. And what was that? Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's whatever he did. 9-11 thing? Uh, whatever he said or did. It wasn't that long ago. I forget yeah. what he did. What did he do? He got oh, fired yeah. as the Affleck duck. Oh, yeah. He he said something racist or <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's funny. Well, anyway. Well. that Then they just took it back to the original Tiki Room, apparently. But anyway. Yes. That could have been on our list. I mean, the... It was called Under New Management, yes. right? That's not there anymore. But Captain EO, I guess, I remember seeing it for the first time. It was the summer of 1988. And I remember that because that was the summer that the album Bad came out. 
do you remember these years? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Wait, well, if it's not the summer that it came out, it's the first summer I saw it because oh, okay. that was ba- the the album Bad came out, and I remember my aunt gave me her copy of the tape, <laughs> and I listened to it in the car from Florida to Pennsylvania for 24 straight hours. Oh God. What? Over and over? Yeah. That's a lot of time to listen to one album. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. What are you oh, talking about? Oh, here we about? go. What? Nothing. I'm just trying to think. I know I saw that when I was there with uh, my cousins and my aunt and uncle. Captain And like Mio? we all went, yeah. When we were all there. Well, but. the reason I think I liked it from the start was because it, at that time, that was the best 3D I think that I had seen. Right. Disney does do 3D well. Yeah. And it's a uh, I, I remember the first shot in it it's like a it's like an asteroid. Yeah. That kind of comes out and floats in your face. Now, we go back and say I don't took my son and he's not impressed because the 3D that still exists in some places at Disney is not as good as 3D that you can see in a movie theater or like wow. when you watch The Avengers or whatever. But for a while, that was the cutting edge of 3D technology, the stuff that you were seeing in Disney World. And I liked it for that part of it. Also, that um, theater moved. Do you remember that? No. It was part of the. It was part of the show. The. Uh, like at the end when there's a battle and there's dancing going oh. on. The the seats yes. would shake. Okay, I remember. And, yes, and like the, they, like you know, it was yeah, like yeah. it was more like a forty almost kind That's of experience. Not what I thought you meant by moved. Okay. What did you think of it? I thought either meant like it went from one area of the park to another, or like it was like that. Uh, what's that one in the Carousel of Progress? Like, oh, where <laughs> it would like, spin. Yeah. No, and I mean, I guess you have to be a Michael Jackson fan to like it, which I am. But that, I think, was when he was at his all-time coolest, whether you agree with that or not. <laughs> the music in that is off. I mean, awesome. And I always had a soft spot for that movie and leave there singing the songs and have it in the in my head the rest of the day. I mean, the last time I saw it, I, we saw it twice, ago. three yeah. times. I mean, I had to go back and back because it was like... I a, think you went in and watched it and, and you, we stayed out waiting for you. We went on the imagination ride. Yeah, it was me and Jack and Emily, and you went into Captain EO, and we waited for you outside watching the jumping fountains. I'm not ashamed. Didn't say you should be. Once was enough for me last time. The movie, I I I love watching that. I mean, it's very corny, but it's made by George Lucas and and Francis Ford Coppola. And Michael Jackson. In fact, when you wait, the cue line is the original, even the last time we saw it, it's the original kind of behind the scenes making of it that you stand there and watch from the 80s. And it's very, the whole thing is very 80s. Oh, yeah. But Captain EO will always have a soft place in my heart. And I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) Don't laugh. I'm sad. This is a sad show. Sorry. Matt. Yeah, I blame Matt. Matt. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Matt. You like bum us out for the rest (laughs) of the day. You remember these things you used to like when they're not there anymore? Suck on it. Like, thanks, Matt. Well, um, 
what are we up to here? We're up to our number ones, number right? Number one. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, there's no way we have the same thing. No, I doubt it. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. Surprised you haven't mentioned this one though either. All right, what is your number one? The 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 best thing that used to be at Disney World that is no longer there. There's, you'd probably be amazed that I think this was like it's not necessarily one of the best rides ever, but it was a ride, and I'm really mad about why it closed more so than the fact that it did close. It's probably why it's my number one. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. I bet I have a guess. What's your guess? The Maelstrom. Yes, it is. The Maelstrom. <laughs> in Norway, in Epcot Center. And it was, there's, there aren't many rides in that world showcase. There's, there were two. Now there's one in Mexico, which is a cute little boat ride. And I really liked the Maelstrom. I thought it was a cool little ride. You see the trolls, the Norway history, whatever. I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't the greatest ride ever. But I'm really most annoyed by the fact that it's being closed to make way for something frozen. <laughs> something be, frozen. I don't mean that something is in ice. I mean something from the movie Frozen or dedicated to the movie Frozen or whatever. And I just am annoyed by that. I'm not a Frozen fan, so sorry to anybody I just annoyed. But um, I don't think that they should. You know, some of these other movies are out for a long time before they got rides or attractions made af- made for them. And then Frozen comes out and wham, bam, it's, you know, instant attraction, shut down something else to put it in its place. Plus, those are countries to represent the world. They're not to showcase a movie. Yeah, that ride gave you, gave you a lot of Norse history. It was like Leif Erikson and the, 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 the tall tales of that right. area and stuff like that. You were like riding that. in a little Viking ship. That was a cool ride. It was. I always liked that ride. But I think I'm most annoyed, not even just the fact that it's a Frozen thing, even though I think they were overdoing the Frozen things a little bit, but... That's, you know, the world showcase. It's not, I mean, some people don't even like that there's any characters back in the world showcase. Mm. That doesn't bother me so much. Like to see Belle in France or, you know, Snow White in Germany, like that doesn't, Mary Poppins in England, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, like that stuff doesn't bother me because they're not really, you know, that's fine. But to have something dedicated to something that's not a country, that bothers me. All right. So I missed the maelstrom. So you have that as number one, mm-hmm. mainly because of the ire you have over yes. why it's gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. That was on my uh, honorable mentions because it was it was solid. Remember the, the the best part? There's a moment in that that I always look forward to. And you never had to wait too long for that either. No. But um, well, probably to, back in the day you did. But well, yeah, but people didn't spend a lot of time, no. and I think haven't until this frozen stuff opens in Norway because the, what's the, what's the restaurant there called the Husker no something? the As- As- Asker House or something yeah yeah I was thinking which Husker is, Do yeah. no not <laughs> That's Husker a band. Do which uh, I had eaten at before it was a princess thing right but but isn't that like of all the places you're gonna eat. That's like the worst one because don't they just have like smoked fish and well, shit I like think that? My, well, we ate there. My family ate there when it was a, just a Norwegian buffet. Mm-hmm. And it was, and my family ate lots of different types of foods when I was growing up. It was, we did not just have hot dogs and pizza all the time. So we were accustomed to eating out of the ordinary things. And even we were all like, hmm, so some of the cheeses were like really, I don't know. Potent. Yes, and there was a lot of like herring and things like that, like smoked fishes. And this doesn't sound... Tiny. No, I mean, I'm sure there were other things there too. I don't remember. I just remember the things that were like, meh. But I think once the they made it a princess, 
buffet that I think they also, I think they still have some Norwegian fare, but I think they also added a few more. They took away American the Americanized things. <laughs> they probably have a small dish of it instead of like an entire table full. Yeah. That's not good for, hey, little girl, you want to see Snow White? Shut up and eat this herring. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that's not like you I don't think, go to. You know, I mean, we obviously haven't been there because Jack was not about to go see a princess princess thing. But um, I think I read that there's still some of the Norwegian, you know, type food. But mm-hmm. it just never that. sounded appealing. You're you're there on vacation. You want to eat. Not that that's not pleasant, but it's not like the kind of thing that you go to the hottest freaking state in the union, basically, <laughs> and 95 degrees to go, you know, nosh on some uh, herring and Limburger cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah. it just... The, it never, However, yeah. that bakery that we ate at this summer in Norway was... Yeah, that was good. Delightful. Yeah. Skip the food, go, go to the bakery, dessert. and if you'd never got a chance to ride the Maelstrom... You're out of luck. It's it's not good. I mean, we can put... I'm sure there are ride-through videos all of all of these rides on YouTube. We can put some of those on the the Neo's as Facebook page, but it's not the same because I was going to say the the thing that I always look forward to on that ride was it's like you know you, you there's like some guy doing a voiceover. He's like, "Come join us in the <laughs> Norway." It's like, "Shut up!" And then you go kind of like down a little tiny ramp into what looks like the open ocean oh yeah yeah and there's a storm and there's a big oil rig and it and the wind's blowing it's very sensory overload and it's really well done and you just kind of slowly go what looks like through the open ocean in in a storm and it it always Mm -hmm. was really affecting there's some dumb stuff in there they like trolls and shit like that but that one that part of that was always was always great yeah. Well, that's a good one. Thank you. All right. You're not going to like my number one. Why? What do you mean? My number one isn't even an attraction. <laughs> my number one is is a visceral part of my life. Okay? Mm-hmm. My number one, and it still may even been there, be there, but it's not there the way that I like it. <laughs> my number one is, oh, the, sunshine, is. Yeah. It's the Sunshine Tree Terrace <laughs> in the Magic Kingdom. Well, Which the Sunshine it, Tree Terrace is still there. It is still there, but it's not the way it was when I was there because the Sunshine Tree Terrace featured my favorite Disney character, <laughs> Orange Bird. I, I figured that would be on your list somewhere. So if you don't know who Orange Bird is, how can you not? Because if you weren't there in 1978, you wouldn't know. There's still a little Orange Bird statue in Disney World. Orange Bird was basically... We have a poster of him in our living room. His head, is, his head is an orange. His wings are orange leaves. He's basically a, an orange, but in a bird shape. Well, it was a... It was it an was orange a, juice stand. It, yes, it was a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kiosk? No, like a connection. Not a connection. A, between Disney and the Florida orange growers or something. Yes. And they had a mascot. And this mascot became sort of like a surrogate Disney character. I joke when I say he's my favorite Disney character. He's just like, there's something about him that's just obscure enough that I've always been kind of fascinated by him. And my son makes fun of me because I went when I was little. I was never allowed to get anything. 
It was like, you're going to Disney World. That's what you get. <laughs> you don't get toys. You don't get a shirt. Just shut up and enjoy Disney World. That was Disney World. And for whatever reason, I one time was allowed to get orange juice. This was a big <laughs> deal. I can get an orange juice? And it came in a plastic orange bird head and a straw sticking out of his head. You drank orange juice out of his skull. And I had this thing and I adored it. It was it was a cup, basically. And this was my prized possession. <laughs> I drove all the way back from Florida to Pennsylvania with this thing on my lap, staring into his little plastic eyes <laughs> with love. And just our, me and Orange Bird in the back seat. You okay back there, David? Yeah, me and Orange Bird. We're good. <laughs> You know, and I'd put water in it at home. I was probably only allowed to have water, you know, bread and water. Oh, stop it. I'm just, I'm, I'm exaggerating. But yeah, this this was a cup. This was my prized possession. And this summer for my birthday, I got this poster now and we got this bowl, you know, like, so there are, there are other people out there that like Orange there Bird. Are. There are. I saw somebody who dressed up like Orange Bird. See? Sort of. See? So now when you go to the Sunshine Tree Terrace, that's where you get the Dole Whip, right? No. No, what is that? That's at the Aloha Isle or something. I forget what it's called. Okay, I don't think it's called. But there is a Sunshine Tree Terrace. It's just in That's a different where you place. Get, yeah. Well, well, yeah. They just switched mm-hmm. the place where you got the Dole Whips and the Sunshine Tree Terrace. Switch spots. Mm-hmm. They're still both like in Adventureland. One's on the way, almost out of Adventureland, back to like Main Street. Mm-hmm. And the other one is kind of over near where you could scooch over into Frontierland. They're right around the but, stupid Aladdin Magic yeah, Carpets near ride. That. And, and uh, which never was there at all. Well, wasn't there. It wasn't the, an original. That's the first ride our son ever went on. Yes. And he, uh, you know, you can still go over there. You can't get the, the orange bird cup. But they if have you slushies look, there. They have a delicious lemonade, raspberry lemonade slushie. I don't care about that. <laughs> I do not care about which that. Which is just delightful on a very hot summer that's Florida enough. day. That's enough. The most important orange thing. orange juice? The most, I hate orange juice. <laughs> I was allowed to have something that wasn't that wasn't just like water. You know, it was like it was a big deal. I understand. Hey, the fact that I went there at all was a big deal. Things were different then. But I digress. The most important thing to take away from this is if you are going to the Magic Kingdom and you go to the Sunshine Tree Terrace, don't just stand there and get your drink and be exhausted. Look up on the top. There's a little shelf and if you look close enough, there is an orange bird statue up there. And unless I get down there and I swipe that thing, because I can get back there. You can get back there. I can get, I'm going to, I would, I would go to, to like Mission Impossible uh, extents to get this thing. I would, I would like knock out a Disney employee and steal his uniform and get, I'm just cleaning and get back there and steal that thing because that is, that is one of the most beloved things in that entire park to me, that statue of orange bird. Because of what that little cup meant to me when I was a little boy. I guess I should have also bought you the orange bird pillow and the orange bird ceramic thing and the orange bird pitcher. You could put orange juice in it and, you know, pour it out. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. There's many orange bird things, just nothing that would really suit you. All right. Well, I want some, anyone that's listening to this, if you feel the way, I want some orange bird support on Facebook. I want. There's lots of orange bird support out there. I want to hear from the orange bird. Because when I was looking there. for orange bird stuff for you, I saw lots of orange bird support. All right, let's go through some of the. You said you had some uh, honorable some mentions. That I thought about. Yeah. What else did you have? Well, all of Discovery Island, mm-hmm. which I thought was uh, well, I'd only ever been there once, but I liked it. 
But now that they have Animal Kingdom, there's no need for it. Yeah, they close so. that sucker down. So yeah. What is I there? Like that? Nothing. Nothing. It's just a, an abandoned island. That's where they put the people that die in Disney World. They put them on that island. Oh my! <laughs> because no one ever dies in Disney. Yeah. yeah. That's well. That's what they tell you. That's not true. Um. What else do you have? Um. Well, I had in uh, Epcot there used to be the Wonders of Life Pavilion, where it, there was Body Wars was in there. Yep. Which was like Star Tours kind of ride, the simulator ride. You would go into somebody's bloodstream or whatever into their body. It was it was much you know, more. It was a little uh, violent. Yes. Yeah. Get you sicker. If yeah. You're, if you're prone to that kind of sickness, it was a lot more jostling and mm-hmm. and more motion sickness happened on that. I remember it well. It was very much like the movie Inner Space mm-hmm. with uh, Martin Short and Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan, and they were injecting you into a person's body to uh, see what it was like for them to have a splinter. You remember that? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. And you actually got that far, and you saw the splinter, and there was another team in there that was like helping to disinfect the wood, and, and you could see the splinter coming in, and then something happened, and you had to like help save the guy's yeah. life or something like that. Well, they closed that whole pavilion. It's not yeah. just, you know, there was all kinds of, there was like some other shows in there, like movie-type things, mm-hmm. and uh, you could see Sport Goofy. Yeah. You know. Well, so, and you could hit a you could hit hit a baseball, throw a baseball. There was a thing with you did it. I do. I have that actually on my yes. list. It was called Coach's Corner. There you go. And and I I toyed with you in putting that on my list because my all time favorite baseball player, so much so that I'm actually sitting here wearing a replica jersey of this player, is Gary Carter, catcher of the New York Mets. And you could, it had a batting cage kind of, and you could do one of three things: you could hit a baseball off a pitching machine, right? You could hit a tennis ball. Or you could hit a golf. You could uh, do a golf. golf, and and they had it was supposed to be like you were interacting with the person. Right, right. I don't remember, I remember now. I don't remember who the tennis player or the golf personality uh, was, but the baseball player was Gary Carter, my favorite player. And you would go in and you you take a swing, and they would videotape you, and then and it was like he was standing there watching you, and he, it was so corny. <laughs> like he'd be like he'd be like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Gary Carter. Let's see you take a swing." And he would stand there and he would like look, look, look like he was really watching, like all with a concerned look on his face, and he'd be like, "That's good. Let's break down your swing." Well, really, you could have, you know, you you dropped your back shoulder a little bit, and let's try it again <laughs> and keep that in mind. You could do the same thing. You could swing and miss. You could throw your bat, and then he'd be like, "Nice job. <laughs> Thanks for taking my advice, and see you next time on Coach's Corner." <laughs> but it was cool. It was. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else? Um. Well, the I don't really remember the ride much because I, I think I was only on it once when I was very little. But it was Mission to Mars. But the only reason I bring this up is because outside of Mission to Mars in Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom, it had like flight. Um, places that you were flying to or from or departures or dura- departures or arrivals or something. Yeah, it's a destination. Desti- yeah. yeah, and Quakertown was on the right there. Yep, and that's where we live. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever when I was seven. I was like, oh my god, there's Quakertown on there. Yep, so much so, so. that I met my father took a picture of it with his little thirty-five millimeter <laughs> camera. Like it said, Quakertown, Pennsylvania, which is the town. Did it that- even say Pennsylvania? No, you could just say it said Quaker Town. Yeah, it's that's where. Most of Neozaz, I wouldn't say most, but a majority of the people that do Neozaz podcasts are from. It's a tiny little suburb of a suburb of a suburb of Philadelphia. (laughs) And yeah, and that building itself is perfect for what we're discussing because it was Mission to Mars. Mm -hmm. It's a round room. They made it look like you're going to Mars. And basically all you did was look at a screen and the seats inflated and deflated. 
which was cool when you're little. You're like, yeah. oh, I feel like I'm the G forces. I can feel them. Yeah. All they did was, you know, deflate a seat. That turned into what became a very controversial Disney yeah. attraction, Alien Encounter, which I have as another honorable mention because I really did like that. I got injured on that ride. Yeah, it, it, it was way too scary. I, I got injured on a ride where you perf- sit perfectly still. Because they put down harnesses on you and the harness came down and hurt your shoulder. It did. It came down too far. But it was the the idea that an alien was beamed in here, and then and and then he got lost. He broke out. The glass breaking. They made it seem like he was breathing on your neck. It was loud. It was dark, and yeah. kids would flip shit. <laughs> it was great. It was so cool. And then they decided that was way too scary. They replaced it with a similar yeah. version, but a very watered down. Uh, what's it called? Stitches Stitch. Escape. Stitches Great Escape. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Yeah. Come on. Kids liked that movie. Stitch Stitch took over the whole park that one time we were there. Yeah. He was like, oh, he on the monorail and everything, you'd hear his little voice. Shut up. <laughs> what about, I think it, it wasn't, did, do you think people like that movie? Like that movie doesn't, isn't a classic. I don't know. But why is Stitch everywhere? He's still out there. That stupid- He was on all the like, t- like that year, whatever year that was, he was on like all the like, T-shirts, like if it was like you know, I would Disney World have like the Disney World, it would be like Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, Goofy, Stitch. Like he was on everything that year. You get him out of there. Yeah, and and that's that cartoon was on the Disney Channel. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I think became bigger than the movie. So when you go on that ride, not that it's a ride, that attraction, you're looking at animation from the yeah. Disney Channel cartoon, which is way long gone. Right. So hopefully they change it again. Probably. I've heard. I'm tired of that. Yeah. I'm tired of that. That that never had any appeal to me. That alien, the alien encounter though. Yeah. It was pretty damn good. Uh, Do you have anything else? Well, I, other things I had thought of that were there that weren't really there, but I didn't really care about was 20,000 leagues under the sea. Yeah. I don't remember it much. I think I was only on it once or twice. I do. That's, that's uh, another one. I guess it was, you know, I just don't remember it much. I thought it was cool when I was seven. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're under the ocean. That was an idiot. Yeah, that's another sentence. I do favorite. remember um, things looking at the time, thinking, "Well, that doesn't look real." No. So. <laughs> when you look at it from from you know the outside, it's just a circle. The yeah. thing barely goes a foot yeah, yeah. underwater. But when you're on it, it's what they're good at. Yeah. They're good at at the illusion of yeah things happening. And it seemed like you were twenty thousand leagues under the sea, and there was a rubber octopus, and it was like, "Hey, this is this is really neat." And it's gone. And what's there now? Ariel's Grotto or something like that. Yeah, well, like now that. is it now the actual Ariel's Rot? Yeah, and that Little was Mermaid replaced ride. by the Ariel Ride. But with the new Fantasyland, I think they have a, at least for a while. At least when it was Ariel's Grotto, they had a nod to the ride. Oh Car- yeah, yeah. Carved in one of the rocks. Yes, is one of the ships, mm-hmm. which is There's cool. Still, there might be something in there still. Yeah, it's like a. Hole. It's like the whole idea of like the hidden Mickey's. Yeah. That people go nuts for at Disney World. There's there's a, a little nod to Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea carved in the rock. So I have just one more thing. Yes, it goes along with the fact that there's New Fantasyland, uh-huh. and it's not something that I particularly enjoyed that much. But I just liked the idea of it. It was that in that Mickey's Toontown, you could go through Mickey's house, right? And it was great for little kids. Um, it was your way to get in line to go see Mickey Mouse. Which, you know, I thought was, you know, cool. You go through his house and you go see him. And um, I thought it was really cute. And the fact that, you know, 
It all started with a mouse. Makes sense that his house would be there, but yeah. n- now it's not there. No, it was a, it was a cute idea, and I think it ran its course because you could go to Donald's and you could go to Minis, yes. and it was it was like a little community, and it it was something like really the place is supposed to be for children of all ages, but really for children, children. Yeah, and that was like the kids probably thought they were seeing me. I mean, yeah. you went in his bedroom, and there was his closet With and his, his little sh- shoes and, and his, his shoes. Nose. It was like eight pairs of the same and stupid shoes. Gloves. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it was. It, it's cool to kids. You see yeah. his kitchen and yeah, yeah. That that was a cute little thing. And I, and I just you know the fact that it all started with a mouse and there's really nothing about the mouse anymore. You mean in Disney World? Yeah. I mean, you can still go see him, and he's in the parades and the shows, but you know, there's no house. Yeah. So. Some of the other things I had written down. There was uh, a couple of different things in what is now the. Laugh Factory Monsters Inc. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, there was a thing for a while called Dream Flight. I think oh, it was yeah, sponsored yeah. by like Delta that. Airlines. That was in there. It was like you were. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people fly to Disney World. I don't know why you'd have a ride that's based on <laughs> taking an airplane. Like, I just did this for real. You don't need to recreate this. Well, I this. don't think people. Like, when I first went, nobody was flying to Disney World. Mm-hmm. You certainly didn't. No. Now they do. The, the thing that came after that that I thought was pretty neat was called The Timekeeper, right? Yes, and I liked that one. the only reason it's worth mentioning is because there was an animatronic robot that was voiced and had the personality of Robin Williams. And I think that the, the relationship between Disney and Robin Williams was always something that made perfect sense and was always endearing. And it's sad to see somebody as talented as him that's no longer with us kind of it would have been cool if that was still there right because it would have been like he's still there because there's always been a kinship there are still some nods to him in the park when you go on what is now the uh, imagination yes thing there's a picture the into is there a picture of him i think so yeah i mean it's from, his, uh, from flubber, flubber. Mm-hmm. they have his character's name and it's supposed to be his office and they have that little yellow robot is there um so there's still something there i mean i right. prefer the original imagination with the what was his name dream finder the dream finder he looked mm-hmm. like the burger I so. king i think he was the dream finder and that was like the first you know that's it was made for figment yes that character to add some children's characters to epcot center yeah because people complain right off the bat that epcot was boring like for kids and they didn't want originally they didn't want the the quote unquote real Disney characters in there at first. Mm-hmm. Well, that Burger King guy I thought was cool. And now it's been replaced with uh Eric Idle. And it's okay, yeah. but it's it's you know like that's the kind of thing where if you've seen it once you don't need to yeah. do that again. That song gets on your nerves after about two seconds anyway. <laughs> the last thing I have on here is another thing that's still there, but I miss the way it was. Not that I don't even like the way it is now, but it's worth a mention and a lot of people that listen to Neo's as podcast, this will make sense too. And it's Star Tours. Mm. I like what they've done with it. It is cool. It's definitely better, but I still really liked it the other way with, with the Death Star Trench and Captain Rex voiced by Pee Wee Herman. It's technically better now, but there's a sentimental part of me that will always kind of like that that old version of it. And these are things that you can still see because, you know, 
people have always video, even though it says like no photography, <laughs> people don't give a shit. They do what they want. And you can watch probably all of these rides on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure. And that's that's kind of cool to know that even though it's gone, you can kind of still get that feeling even in a very small way. Yeah. It's also a good way if you want to know if you would like to go on a ride, if you think it might be scary. That's true. Such as Expedition Everest for some people I know. Yeah. Well, I went on Expedition Everest once <laughs> and I won't be returning. <laughs> so here's my list, uh, five to one. So in, in case, you know, you, you want to keep track of this, in case you're scoring at home, I know everyone's going to want to write this down, right? We'll give them a chance to get their pen and pencil. He's got it. Okay, good. Actually, I guess you need paper and pencil. Not oh, wait, no. Why don't you say that? Go get the paper. I'm an idiot. Okay, good. You're back. Uh, number five for me is the Monster Sound Show with Chevy Chase. Number four, the Hunchback of Notre Dame stage show. Number three, the Magic of Disney Animation tour. Number two, Captain EO. And number one, the Sunshine Tree Terrace featuring Orange Bird. Just to clarify, the Sunshine Tree Terrace is still there. Does it feature Orange Bird? Can you well, buy? He's still there, but you, I'm just saying you can't say the Sunshine Tree Terrace. Can you buy a but dismembered a dismembered bird head that you drink out of? No. I'll go out in the backyard and find you one. Is it going to be orange? I'll paint it. Is it going to be as cute as him? Look <laughs> at him over there. Look at how cute he is. <laughs> he is cute. I he makes me so thirsty. I just want to drink out of his skull. <laughs> mm. All right, what's your five through one? My number five was the Skyway from Fantasyland to Tomorrowland. Number four was the Backlot Tour. Number three was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Number two was Snow White Scary Adventures. Number one was the Maelstrom in Norway. All right. So like I said, we'd love to hear on Neozaz your opinions because you've heard ours. And, you know, we're just two Disney dorks. I know there's tons of more Disney dorks out there, and I want to hear what people have to say. So if we forgot one... Let us know because, you know, we might have forgot a glaring one. That's true. Um, but this is what we came up with. So we'd like to hear what you come up with. So go on uh, Facebook and go on NeoZaz and let us know. And tune in again for another episode of the Best of Fives. And remember, what are you looking at me for? I have a catchphrase. I'm waiting to hear it. Yeah, you're already, you're already like smiling and laughing <laughs> at me. What really matters is not what you like. No, I messed it up. Way to go, Dave. You messed me up. I didn't do nothing. I'm just sitting I here. I used to have it written down. What really matters... It. What is it? I'm blanking. The basic idea is... What really matters... It's not what you like, but the order that you like it in? No. Oh. <laughs> that's actually pretty good, but that's not it. <laughs> what matters most is not what you are like, but what you like. Okay. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are. It matters what things you like. That's really what's important in life. This is the words of wisdom you impart to our child. Yes, this is this is what I want all the children to know. The children. It's all for the children. This is not a Disney song. Yes, it is. No. The ending with wishes. Michael Jackson songs. <laughs>